Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. This morning, it's good to be in God's house, to be able to come together and worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Praise God. Well, welcome to our first Sunday of the year. I pray that this past holiday season, you have spent time with your family members and in a joyous and wonderful occasion, not only celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but also celebrating a new year. Uh, I spent time in Utah uh, this past Christmas with my family, and it was cold. It really was. I was freezing. But uh, it's always a good uh, thing to spend time with your family, especially uh, those who you haven't seen in a while. So uh, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, it's good to see Sister Frida here. Praise God, all the way from Oregon. Amen. She comes from uh, she comes from the Arctic. I understand it's pretty cold out there as well. Praise God. You know, about five years ago, uh, I was training for a, for a race I was going to do, and and I was up in the mountains and I was running and uh, I I injured something and I had to walk home. Uh, it took me about two hours to walk home. And about three weeks ago, I was, uh, I was running again, and I felt the same pain, and I had to walk home again. So if you uh, see me, uh, como dicen, uh, walking chueco, amen, it's because I, I injured what they call the IT man. It, it comes from the top all the way down to the knee. Uh, this morning, I woke up okay. So uh, if you feel, if you see me walking a little weird, a little strange, I'm not under the anointing. I'm under the, uh, the IT man injury. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, once again, everybody, good morning. My name is Manolo. I'm one of the pastors here at Dayspring Church, and uh, uh, we are so blessed once again to be able to come together and worship the Lord in spite of all that uh, has been going on, all that is happening. Um, God has indeed been with us. He has not left us. He has not forsaken us. He is with us. We want to welcome all those who are uh, watching us online and different media platforms. Welcome to Dayspring Church. Amen. Can we say welcome? Welcome. Welcome. Praise God. I know we have quite a few people that are missing, uh, but God is with us. Praise God. You know, in Mark uh, chapter 4, the Bible tells us that Jesus had had talked to his disciples about certain um, parables. And he told his disciples to go to the other side, you know. And so they get on a boat and they go to the other side. And Jesus is, is with the disciples. And in the midst of that, that, uh, that, uh, that uh, in, the, in the midst of, of going to the other side, they were in a boat. Uh, the Bible says that a storm uh, was raging. Uh, it wasn't only a, a physical storm because the Bible tells us that the waves crashed against the, the boat. It was a physical storm, and, and without a doubt, we are in a physical storm. Uh, the case numbers are just astronomical. They're, they're going up, and, and uh, we should take every precaution we can. If you feel comfortable wearing a mask, do so. If you feel comfortable not being around Manolo, I'm okay with it. 
Amen. If you want to keep your distance, by all means, do it. Uh, protect yourself. But the disciples were in a physical storm. This virus is, is real. It's, it's a, we're in a physical storm. Uh, it has just disrupted the financial situation, schools, emotional. It's, it's a real storm. But not only were they in a physical storm, they were in, emo- in an emotional storm. For the Bible tells us that they were afraid. They were afraid. Everywhere you turn, people are afraid. You turn on the TV, it's, it's, uh, it's nothing but uh, fear. The radio, fear. But, amen, but... Uh, Brother Monroe took my words right out of my mouth. <laughs> God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. We choose faith over fear. Amen? We choose faith over fear. And yes, we should take this, this virus very serious, but we should also know that we have the most powerful force in the universe, and that is God with us. So not only were they in a physical storm, an emotional storm, they were in a spiritual storm. For the Bible tells us that when they were in that storm, Jesus was in the bottom, uh, the stern. He was asleep in a pillow. I wonder where he got the pillow from. (laughs) But he was asleep. And they came to Jesus and said, Jesus, don't you care that we perish? I mean, they had been with Jesus for a while. They had seen Jesus perform many miracles. They had seen Jesus raise the dead. And they had seen Jesus uh, open the eyes of the blind. They were in a spiritual storm. And Jesus stands up and says, peace, be still. Now, it's kind of odd that Jesus would say peace to a storm. But you see, when you're in God's will, there is a peace that will pass all understanding. And yes, we are in a storm, but we have Jesus Christ with us. We have the Lord Jesus with us. And he will give us a peace that passes all understanding. Can someone say amen? Amen. Can we just give God a hand? Praise. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Well, when you walked in, uh, you should have received an outline. Um, If you didn't receive an outline, uh, Brother Tony or one of the ushers will bring one to you. Just raise your hand and they will uh, bring one to you. Praise God. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to preach I have uh, given the, uh, the awesome assignment to come and preach the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. And I entitled my message, A Whole Lot of Shaking Going On. I, I believe that 2021, 2022, we need a lot of shaking going on in Spring Church. I was listening to uh, Elvis Presley, and yes, I do listen to some secular music. And I'm not that... A, as holy as some of you might think that uh, I'm up here. Yes, I love Elvis Presley. And um, I was reading this verse and, and he was singing that song, a whole lot of shaking going on. And I think we need a whole lot of shaking going on for 2022. Amen. Right in your outline, we're going to read uh, Acts chapter 4, verse 27 to 35. If you'll follow along with me, it says, indeed, Herod, and Pontius Pilate met together with the disciples, with uh, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel in the city to conspire against your holy servants, Jesus, whom you appointed. Verse 28. They did what your power will have had decided beforehand should happen. Now the Lord considered their threats, enabled your servants to speak your words and with great boldness. 
Stretch out, stretch out your hand to heal and to perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. And all believers were, were one in heart and in mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own. But they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was powerfully at work in them all. There were, that there were no needy persons among them for the time to time. Those who owned the land and houses sold them, brought the money from their sales, and put it in the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who was in need. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we come before you and we thank you once again, Lord, for allowing us, Lord, to be in this place. We thank you for my brothers and my sisters, Lord, who have come together in one mind and in one accord to bless you, to sing, to praise, to worship, to lift your hands, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And now, Lord, we sit at the table. God, to be blessed of you, that you may speak through me, Lord, that you may anoint my lips of clay, God, and that you would speak, God, words from up above. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And can the church of God say amen? Amen. 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 Well, today we, we think about the close of an old year and the beginning of a new year. Now, for many, uh, 2021 may have been a very difficult year, a very trying year, a time of trouble, a time of tribulation. It might have been a year of pain, a year of grief, and yes, a year of loss and unwanted changes. For others, this past year has been a year of triumph. It's been a year of blessings. Whatever 2021 was, it's over now. It's gone forever. The, the blessings and the burdens, the pleasures and the pains, the mountains and the valleys, they are all memories now. And this day marks the beginning of a new year filled with new experiences and new expectations and new resolutions. I heard someone say that what... What is a New Year's resolution? They said, well, a New Year's resolution is it comes in one ear and leaves the other ear. Yeah, that's a bad joke. <laughs> but this day marks the beginning of a new year filled with new experiences, new expectations. And many are looking at 2022 with two words in their hearts and in their minds. And those two words carry a lot of fear and a lot of worry. And those two words are, what if? What if? What if? You know, we look at the problems that we face and the things that might go wrong, and we play out the what if scenarios in our minds, and we're often troubled by what we imagine. Well, today, I don't want you to stop talking about what if. What I do want you to, what I do want you today to look at is, your what-ifs in an entirely new perspective. 
So let's take a look at what ifs and put them in the realm of what God can do in us and what God can do for us. And I want us to look at this passage from the early church and I want you to know that what God did for the early church, God can do for us in 2022. What if this year was a year of renewal? You know, the early church was privileged to experience two great beginnings. The first came on the day of Pentecost when the Bible tells us that Peter preached a five-minute sermon and 3,000 souls were added to the kingdom of God and to the church. Just a short time later, a great time of revival came. And this fledgling church, this church that was just, just taking off, just getting its wings, the Bible says that 5,000 more were saved and added to the kingdom of God. So today we celebrate the beginning of a new year. But my question is, is it really? Is it really a new year? I mean, think about it. You woke up this morning with the same problems, the same burdens, the same needs, the same worries, and the same fears that you had when you went to bed last night. And in many ways, or in some ways, this is just another day. But in other ways, this is a day filled with new possibilities, with new experiences, with new blessings, with new experiences. Can someone say amen? amen. What if this year is when God moves in power in your life and allows you to see a new beginning, a fresh start? Well, let me tell you, church, that it can happen. It can happen when God allows you to see a new thing. It is a new year when God allows you to have a fresh start. For some of you, this, is, this may be the year when God redeems you. Praise God. Some of you have been coming to this church week after week, but you've never been saved. But I want you to know this morning that it's not too late. If you are breathing, you can still be saved. Today is the day of salvation. I said today is the day of salvation. Praise God, tomorrow may never come. Today is the day of salvation. And if you know you are lost and want to be saved, let me tell you that it can happen today. This might be the year, this might be the day, this might be the hour when you come to Jesus. And when you come to Jesus, in no way will God turn you away. Can someone say amen? When you, when you pass from this life to the next don't let your family members wonder, wonder whether or not you are in heaven or not. This is the day of salvation. This is the year of salvation. This is the day when God can redeem and save your life. For some, this may be the year when God restores you. Some in this room have been walking a guilty distance from the Lord for some time. I mean, you've claimed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you haven't been living for Him. Hello? I mean, you don't pray like you used to pray. 
You don't come to church like you used to come to church. You don't read your Bible like you used to read your Bible. You don't live the life you know that you should be living. Well, let me tell you that this might be the year. This might be the day when you come to Jesus, when you confess your sin and Jesus restores you to the fellowship of Jesus Christ. If he is calling you, let me tell you that you can be restored. This is a day when God can restore. Can someone say amen? Amen. The writer of the the Proverbs tells us in in Proverbs 28, 13, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper. But the one who confesses and and renounces them finds mercy. In the Bible, there are men and women who were filled, who were restored. I mean, you look at Jacob. He was a cheater. Peter had a temper. David had an affair. Noah was a drunk. Paul was a murderer. Gideon was insecure. Miriam was a gossiper. Martha was a warrior. Thomas was a doubter. Sarah was impatient. Elijah was depressed. Moses stuttered. Zacchaeus was short. And there's nothing wrong with being short. Zacchaeus was short. Abraham was old. Lazarus was dead. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And this might be the year that God restores you. Can someone say amen? For some, this might be the year when God renews you. Amen. Amen. Others in this room are saved and are living right. But you just don't love the Lord like you used to love the Lord. Their coldness. There was a coldness that used to be hot. It was blazing hot. How many of you remember your honeymoon, those who are married? I mean, it was blazing hot, wasn't it? Come on now. I mean, I've been married for 22 years. And I, I got to tell you that the older my wife gets, the hotter she becomes. <laughs> Praise God. But slowly but surely, that fire has been put out. In Revelation chapter 2, the Bible tells us of a church, the church of Ephesus. You know, when you read Revelation chapter 2, starting with with verse 1, Jesus commends that church. That church had had, had thrown out the the false prophets. But something happened on the way. They had lost their first love. On the way, they had lost their zeal. They had lost their passion for the Lord. And there are many in this room that that have lost their passion for the Lord. Amen. You don't love the Lord like you used to love the Lord. You don't serve the Lord like you used to serve the Lord. That passion, that love you had for the Lord is gone. There used to be a shout, but it's all gone. There used to be a praise in your mouth, but it's all gone. 
There used to be a zeal and a passion for the things of the Lord, but it's all gone. This might be the year, this might be the day when God rekindles that fire and that passion and that love. Let me tell you that it can happen this year. It can happen this day. Amen. If you take the steps that the the Lord tells us in Revelation chapter 2, when he tells them to remember, to repent, and to repeat. Do you remember when you gave your life to Christ? Do you remember that day when you were saved? I mean, everything was rosy. Everything was great. Everything was wonderful. You used to wear those things that they put on horses in the parades because you didn't want to look to your right or to your left because it might allow you to sin. Let me tell you, remember that it was God who brought you out of that miry clay. It was God who put your rock, your, your foot on a rock to stay. It was God who brought you out of that sin. It was God who brought you into his fold. Remember where God has brought you from. Praise God. This is a year that God renews you. Repent and repeat. Let me tell you that it can happen this year. It can happen this day. For some, this may be the year when God refocuses you. There are some here that have spent the year looking back and longing for the things that are behind them. Well, let me tell you, don't look back with regret. Look forward with hope. God gave you eyes in front of you so that you wouldn't look back. He didn't give us eyes in the back of our heads. And the Apostle Paul challenged himself and all Christians to move forward in their Christian walk. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 3, he says, Brethren, I do not count myself to apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. He says, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. You know, when the Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind, he referred not to look He referred not to looking back at past relationships or memories. That's what he was talking about. Or or failures or temptations or anything that might distract us from from our single-minded focus. And what is our single-minded focus? Jesus Christ. You know, others have spent their time looking around wishing they had things that others possess. And let me tell you that that's a great way to torture yourself because there's people that are going to have better cars than you. They're going to have a bigger house than you. They're going to have a prettier wife than you. Amen. That's a good way to torture yourself. Don't spend your time wishing what others possess. Praise God. Well, this might be the year. This might even be the day when the Lord refocuses your vision and helps you get your eyes on the only person that really matters, and that is Jesus Christ. Today it could happen. Today is a day where your priorities are set right, and he allows you to run the race with patience and power again. Can someone say amen? Amen. The writer of the Hebrews tells us in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, he says, therefore, since we are surrounded by a such great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and sin that so easily entangles us. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Verse 2, fixing our eyes on who? Jesus. 
the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning it in shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from, from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Let me tell you that it can happen. And that it can happen today. It can happen today. Is 2022 the year when God changes you? When God changes your family? When God changes your children? When God changes your walk for the Lord? Let me tell you that it can happen this year. It can happen today. If he has spoken to you about any of these things, let me tell you, listen to the voice of God. God can change you no matter what brings. Jesus can change your life. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. God has made everything new. This is the day. This is a day. What if this year is a year of rejoicing? Paul tells us, rejoice. And I tell you again, rejoice. And according to verse 31, the early church prayed. And the Bible says that God moved in power and answered their prayers. The place where they were praying, the Bible says, was shaken by the power of God. I mean, God moved in their midst so powerfully, so wonderful, so unforgettable. He moved in a powerful way. What if this is a year when God answers your prayers? Some of you have been carrying burdens for people and situations. Some have been carrying these burdens for months. Years, even decades. But what if this is the year when God takes those prayers you have been praying for for such a long time? Let me tell you that He can do it. I said He can do it. What if He just answers them for you? Let me tell you that it's a real possibility. After all, answers prayers are His promises to His people. Look at Isaiah 65, 24. It says, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show you great and mighty things which you knoweth not. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, not our will, according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired in him. This could be the year. Turn around to your neighbor and tell him this could be the year. This could be the year when your children get right with God. This could be the year when your spouse comes to Jesus for salvation. This could be the year when you achieve spiritual victories over your problems. 
This could be the year when you have financial, uh, when your, your financial future changes. This could be the year when your health is restored. This could be the year when your marriage is restored. These things could happen because we serve a mighty and powerful and miraculous God. Let me tell you that this could be the year. So let me tell you, don't give up. Turn around to your neighbor and don't give up. Walk in faith. Believe and trust Jesus Christ because this is the year. This is the day that the things which God promised in his word can happen. And if God promised in his word it can happen, it will come to pass because he does not slack in his promises. We serve a covenant God. Let me tell you that this is the year, this is the day that things could change and happen in your life if you surround yourself and connect yourself to the will, not your will, but God's will. And if you walk in faith, believe and trust God, let me tell you that God can do the miraculous things in your life, this is the year, this is the day that it can happen. Can someone say amen? amen. The psalmist wrote in Psalms 37, 4, he said, delight yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. He says, commit yourself to the Lord. And he says, and trust in him and he shall bring it to pass. What if? Let me tell you, what if? Yes, it can happen this year, this day, because God is awesome and powerful and able to change and transform. This is the year that God can move in your life with power, can move in your life with authority if you just connect yourself with the master and he will take you to the finish line. Praise God. What if? What if this is the year of revival? Yes. When the early church sought the Lord and his power, the Bible says that he met them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. In other words, it was a time for revival. Amen. For the people of God. And the Bible says that he moved in their midst and everything changed for the glory and the honor of God. What if this year is a year of revival? What if 2022 is a year when God moves in Dayspring Church with that kind of power? Let me tell you that it could happen. Amen. If he does, it will be a time of revival. You see, we, we've scheduled this year as a pastors a couple of services a year where we're going to call it revival. But revival is a time of profound change around the house of God. What if this year is a year of revival? What if this year is a year of revival in Dayspring Church? And where there is real revival, let me tell you that there is powerful worship, powerful praise, powerful praise God. When you worship God, when you bless God, when you praise God, let me tell you, things change. Things change. When you open up your mouth and exalt the name that is above every name, things change. There is a spirit of conviction. The altars will not be neglected. What if this is a year of revival? Praise God. And when there is revival, praise God, there is power in worship. 
Praise God. And when there is power in worship, let me tell you, God transforms and changes. God shakes up the place. Remember, Paul and Silas were in jail and, and they, they were going to wake up. When they woke up and they saw the horizon in the morning, they were about to get their heads cut off. And, and what, was, what was Paul and Silas doing? Uh, were they feeling sorry for themselves? No, the Bible tells us that they were worshiping and praising, praise God. And the Bible says that it was so powerful when they called upon his name and they praised God that the Bible says that the, the place where they were at began to shake. Praise God. The prison doors went open. Why? Because Paul and Silas learned to praise God in the midst of their struggles and the midst of their pains. God, when there is revival, there is powerful worship and there is powerful praise. What if this is the year of revival? When there is a zeal in our service, when God's people will have a desire to serve, praise God. They won't, they won't, they'll not have a need to, to be busy or, or, or excuses. There will be a, a zeal to, to serve in the church. Praise God. Because they love Christ. And let me tell you that this church doesn't belong to, to pastor. It doesn't belong to Nestor. It, it doesn't belong to the organization. This is God's church. Praise God. I said this is God's church. And it is a privilege to sit where you're at. It is a privilege to sing. It is a privilege to play. It is a privilege to serve, praise God. Where there is revival, there is a zeal and service. Where there is revival, there is unity in the church. Amen? There is unity in the church. There's no more cliques. I belong to this clique and you belong to that clique. No, there is forgiveness. There is rec uh, re reconciliation. There is unity in the church. There is mutual concern among the members. The church will be a business of caring for others. Amen? Love will be the foundation. This could be the year. This could be the year when God brings revival to the church. What if this year is a year of reaching? Praise God. What if this year is a year of reaching? You know, we are told in verse 33 that the early church was marked with a zeal to reach the lost around the world. The Bible tells us that they went out and they preached the gospel with grace and power and boldness. They told that old story and the souls were ushered into the kingdom of God. This could be the year when God birthed that kind of zeal into our hearts. My friends... If there's something that the modern church needs, it's a desire to see sinners saved. It's a desire to see the kingdom of God expanded. Most, most church members, and it's, I'm, I'm sad to, to say, but they don't have that zeal, that, that consuming burden for the lost. What if this year is a year in day spring where it's a year of reaching the lost at any cost? Let me tell you how long has it been? Let me ask you a question. How long has it been since you've had a burden for the lost soul? How long has it been since you labored and prayed for a dying sin? How long has it been since you spoke to a, a sinner about her soul? How long has it been since you made an effort to bring someone to Jesus Christ or to bring someone to church? 
You know, if we seek the Lord in this area, he might cause this year to begin to carry out that great commission that he gave us in Matthew chapter 28, 19, to go out and preach and make disciples. And of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Even until the end of the age. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 tells us, And you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Samaria, in Judea, in Pacoima, in San Fernando. In Palmdale, in San Bernardino, you shall be my witnesses. Praise God in Mission Hills, in Chatsworth, in L.A., you shall be my witnesses. This may be the year of reaching people for the lost at any cost. Praise God. You know, all this service, I have been saying, I've been asking you to think about what if. Now I want you to think about two words. Why not? Turn around to your neighbor, tell him, why not? Why not? Do you believe that these things that I mentioned today are possible? I do. After all, we serve a God who specializes in the amazing, the miraculous, the power, the unbelievable. We serve a God who, who there's nothing impossible for him. Doesn't Luke tell us in, one, in Luke chapter 1 verse 37, for with God nothing shall be impossible. James 1.17, for every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom no variables, neither shadow or turning. Luke chapter 1, verse 12 to 31. But rather seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for this is your Father's good pleasure to give you in the kingdom. Why not? Why not? The Lord has shown us today that it's possible. He has spoken to us about salvation. He has spoken to us about your walk with Him. Your need for revival. Your need to spread the gospel to everyone. Believe me, here at Day Spring Church, we are in a year that, that's going to be wonderful. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be mighty. Because God is with us. But we need some people to make it possible. We need you. We need you to carry out the commission and the desire that God has called us to do. You know that, 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 that army or whatever you call them, he says, I need you or I want you. He needs you. Day spring. God needs you. If God has spoken to your heart, don't turn away. He wants you. He wants to bring change to your life. He wants you to receive his blessings. He wants you to seek the Lord with all diligence and power. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, 
we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare Him your God. No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart, and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but He didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you, and now you have a new life in Him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Day Spring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.